Distractions Podcast, a podcast where we chat true crime, conspiracy theories, paranormal stories, folklore, urban legends, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. This week, it's just Alex. <laughs> so it is Alex here, and I am going to be doing this episode solo uh, just because Christy is working hard and honestly needs a little bit of a break, which is totally understandable. And a reminder that we all need breaks from time to time. Before we dive into this week's conspiracy theory episode, I will take a little bit of a moment to say what I need a distraction from, which is, I think, just life in general. (laughs) Uh, I think... It's been one of those weird weeks where everything just seems or has seemed to go wrong or it's been a little bit crazy at work, a little bit hectic in my personal life. So it's been one of those weeks where it's like, all right, I'm ready for a distraction. So without further ado, let's get into it. This week's distraction is an out-of-body experience as we discuss the strange phenomena around astral projection. We'll go over what it means, documented reports, and one wild conspiracy theory that involves the United States. Of course, it involves the United States. Sorry, guys, but uh, got some weird shit going on down there. Just a little bit of a heads up, similar to our Project Pegasus episode or any of our conspiracy theory episodes that we have covered that are more science-based, this one involves a lot of definitions, some maybe out there ideas, but regardless, it is it's gonna, this isn't a very interesting one to say the least. Hopefully no one gets confused. If you get confused, um, don't email us because I don't know if I'm going to be able to answer all of them. But regardless, I also realized that I could have done a bigger deep dive into this topic, but found some branches from this that I may want to cover in future episodes. So my apologies if you're someone who is very into this topic and feel like, hey, you, you could have done a lot more. Um, probably could have, but you never know. We might cover it later on in a future episode. Anyone who has watched the Netflix series Behind Her Eyes or has read the book, or perhaps watched Marvel's Doctor Strange, along with many other forms of media, may recall astral projection. I already know what we're talking about. For those who don't know, or maybe just want a definition, astral projection is the ability of a person's spirit to be able to travel to distant places, according to the Merriam-Webster website. Sometimes referred to as an out-of-body experience or lucid dreaming, it is believed that the soul of a human has the ability to leave the physical body. The soul then travels as its own identity, which sometimes is referred to as an astral body. I guess there are kind of like two kinds of astral projection. So the first being when someone projects into a different mystic universe of sorts, and the other being able to astral project so that you can travel the physical world that we all currently live in. Some refer to the mystic universe side of astral projection as the astral realm or the fifth dimension. There is some information about actual investigations into this fifth dimension, but I'm going to save that for a later date because There was a lot of information about this, and I did not think I could fit it into six pages of notes. So save that, put a tab on it, later date. According to the YouTube video uploaded by The Autopedia, astral projection has roots from esotericism and occultism. 
For those, like myself, who weren't sure what esotism is, here is a direct quote to explain it because we need a definition for sure. Esotericism refers to the doctrines of practices that possess a certain type of knowledge, which is specialized or advanced in nature, available only to a narrow circle of enlightened, initiated, or highly educated people, according to the New World Encyclopedia website. In other words, probably wouldn't have been invited into this club. I feel like this is a very artsy-fartsy, smartsy kind of group, and, you know, your girl struggles with common English. So occultism, on the other hand, according to Britannica, is the practice of various theories and practices involving a belief in and knowledge of supernatural forces or beings, which this one is a little bit probably well known to me at least, um, and maybe more well known between the two. But hey, if you knew about the first one, that's awesome. If you have any information you want to pass along to us, we'd love to learn. So send it our way. To some, both these theories may come across as abstract in the sense that their beliefs are heavily rooted in the unknown, or what is little known to modern closed-minded society. Astral projection was reportedly coined sometime in the 19th century by theosophists. And, of course, here comes another definition, because I had zero idea what a theosophist, can barely even say it, is, and felt that maybe if I didn't know it, maybe there's somebody out there listening who's like, yeah, no idea what you're saying. So a theosophist is someone who believes in the religious philosophy of theosophy, which is an occult-based movement that believed that there is a deeper spiritual reality and that direct contact with said reality can be established through intuition, meditation, revelation, transcendence. Mostly, they have an emphasis on mystical experiences, according to good old Britannica. Now, should emphasize that astral projection comes from all over the world and many sectors of the world, including ancient Egypt, Hinduism, Japan, the Inuit, Amazon, no, not the company, Jeff Bezos, get out of here, uh, and many, many more. So now that we kind of understand what astral projection is, I think we can kind of ask the big old question in the room, which is, is it legit? The short answer, I have no idea. This is due to the fact that astral projection has never been proven quote-unquote real or quote-unquote tangible in a scientific setting and is based on personal experience. Although we cannot bash or shame anyone's personal experience, as we know when we are discussing the paranormal, from a scientific lens, we need some tangible physical proof. I think that's just kind of the human error in all of us that we need to actually be able to see it. There was, apparently, according to a Calgary Herald newspaper that I read, a failed experiment at the Virginia School of Medicine back in the late 1960s of astral projection. In the Calgary Herald newspaper article, an American psychic by the name of Robert Monroe had claimed that they had been experiencing astral projection. So to put his claim to the test, he was asked to astral project himself to be able to see the cards that the scientists were holding in another room. During the experiment, Robert allegedly was unable to orient himself efficiently to the environment, which appeared to disprove their claims of astral projection. 
I watched a YouTube video by user Trinity who explained on their channel how they experience astral projection for the first time. I'm going to break down this experience just to demonstrate what astral projection may be like, but similar to most things, everyone has their own perspective of experience. So what Trinity claimed in her video may not be what everyone else will experience. So just putting that big old warning sign out there. Now, it seemed as though Trinity had interest prior to this experience in astral projection. That's what they were saying on uh, their episode. Maybe had even practiced how to do this, which some may say can be done through meditation. Trinity explained how one day they were sleeping on their back inside their bed when they reportedly began astral projecting. I think at the time they didn't know they were astral projecting, but... Regardless, that's kind of in retrospect what they came to the conclusion of. In that moment, they report that they just kind of felt awake as if they maybe nodded off and then came to. They indicated that they assumed that they must have been in a meditation state perhaps, but that the entire time they were allegedly astral projection, it was reality. Trinity explained that to them at one point, it felt like they had dirty shoes on, which is typically a no-no for them to do. Like, I think Trinity explained that they were in bed and they felt like they had these dirty shoes on and they were like, no, mm -mm, don't do that, which fair enough, wouldn't also do that. Something out of character. So in a state of wanting to tell their roommate of the tomfoolery that they were experiencing going to bed, i.e. with some dirty ass shoes on, they try to get out of bed but found difficulty trying to get up. When they do eventually get out of bed, they realize that their room had been somewhat altered. It was a messy and different kind of space than what it was when they had originally went to bed. After opening the door to go to the roommates, Trinity reported that they realized no one was in the apartment even though they had just heard people in the apartment. They just heard their roommates. It was just one of those very Twilight Zone-esque moments, I would imagine. Once again, things seemed to be out of place, according to Trinity, almost as if the environment they were in was altered. Trinity reported then seeing a man wearing a red flannel who was working on one of the walls of their apartment. In the YouTube video, Trinity reported not being scared by this man, thinking it was maybe maintenance, which, fair. Trinity, in this alleged astral projection, asked the man what he was working on, in which he reportedly stated, don't worry about it, go back inside. Ugh, creepy. Creepy in my opinion. I mean, I understand that maybe she felt comfortable in that moment, but still, no thank you. Especially in a red flannel, we don't trust it. Trini goes back into their room when they noticed their bathroom door was open. Looking in, looked as though the bathroom was being renovated, which don't think that was actually happening prior to this incident, so obviously a bit strange. Their closet looked like this as well, and upon further investigation, it appears as though the closet walls had been freshly painted. To me, this all sounds like some weird HD TV home renovation special. It's like, hey, we're gonna send you in a trance so we can renovate your entire apartment. I just imagine the property brothers kind of getting to some kind of shit like this. So Trinity reported that 
they saw a figure in the closet and somehow thought that maybe if they explored further and saw this figure, it would kind of just be a reflection of themselves uh, in the video as kind of like a retrospective notion that maybe if they saw themselves, it would kind of indicate that maybe they were representing that they were responsible for making all the mess and renovations. Some very deep intellectual thinking, let me tell you that. However, when Trini did go into the closet, they reportedly began levitating. Somewhat tripping balls at this point, I can imagine, uh, because Trinity thought that they were in real life. Like they didn't, as far as my notion of the experience that Trini was explaining, they thought that this was regular regular life. And then all of a sudden to start levitating, pretty surreal obviously. Trinity then explained that they were trying to ground themselves at this point when all of a sudden they woke up in their bed. Now, I know what probably everyone's thinking, oh, this could have been just a really vivid dream, this, that, and the other. And to be honest, of course, I don't know whether it was astral projection or just a really vivid dream because once again, wasn't there. But I do think it is interesting, you know, Trinity in the video, which you can find on their YouTube channel, did say that they had been interested in astral projection for some time beforehand, that they, I believe they had said that they were doing meditations and stuff. So I, who knows, maybe it was, maybe they went to the fifth dimension that just looked very similar to their current apartment with these weird HGTV renovations happening around them without any explanation, of course. Now, here is where we're going to be discussing some weird-ass experimental shit that the U.S. reportedly did. Because, let's face it, between the U.S. and Russia, they always seem to be up to something. So, according to a Vice website article, from the 1970s to the 80s, the U.S. Army had allegedly paid intelligent officers to go on these trips to try and master astral projection. These week-long trips would essentially be able to have those in the Army see if they could use things such as astral projection in the field. Referencing from the same Vice article, in June of 1983, then-Army Commander Wayne McDonnell reportedly was one of the officers asked to go on one of these trips, specifically to the Monroe Institute, which... Apparently, this is a real place. I've never heard about it until I did this research, but alas, the Monroe Institute is allegedly known for being a nonprofit which focuses on providing treatments designed to expand one's mind. For example, they reportedly have a hemi-sync technology system of sorts, which apparently uses audio to synchronize the brain waves on the left and right sides of the brain, making it more vulnerable to hypnosis. McDonald had been asked to provide his assessment, which reportedly detailed experiences such as holograms, hypnosis, astral projection, and more. With this being said, it appeared as though the army got their answer based off of McDonald's assessment. Astral projection and hypnosis were basically attainable and perhaps something that the army could use. This is kind of where the name of the project, Project Center Lane, comes in, and about 251 army officers allegedly were selected for the first year for further experimentation. 
only 30 to 35 officers from the original 251 were actually fully accepted into the project at the Monroe Institute, where they would listen to the hemi-sync audio while being guided by one of the Institute's associates into what they refer to as the astral plane, which I think is kind of the astral realm If I'm mistaken, please let me know. The alleged goal of this psychic session, according to the Vice article, was to make the subject remotely view Mars in the year 1 million BC, in which subjects reportedly claim to have seen dust storms, alien structures, and aliens themselves, because once again, everything leads back to the freaking aliens. It's ridiculous. I feel like I'm that guy on that really problematic show, what was it, Ancient Aliens? Just arms up, hair all frizzed out, it's aliens. Anyways, before before we go down that road, let's continue on, because the Vice article that I read uh, by Carol Haskins Apparently, they had reached out to the U.S. Army Intelligence and Security Command in which they reported no relationship between the Monroe Institute and themselves. Nothing had been documented. The information I mentioned reportedly was retrieved from a declassified CIA document which had been, I believe, released sometime in 2001 and somehow made its way on good old Reddit about three years ago. Carol Haskins ends her Vice article about all of this sharing that a Wall Street Journal back in 1994, which, you know, I would love to read this, but there's a damn paywall, so thanks Wall Street. Allegedly, Wall Street had stated in this article that the former United States Army Intelligence and Security Command, also referred to as INSCOM, Director Albert Stubblebein, confirmed that the Army did, in fact, send some of their officers to the Monroe Institute back in the 80s. So it's just, it's very, it's yes and no, yes and no. You know, like, yes, we have a relationship. No, we don't have a relationship. I feel like this is like an on-again, off-again thing between the Monroe Institute and INSCOM. So someone's got to tell us if they're they're on a break or not, because we need to know what the hell has been going on. You can find out more about the Monroe Institute on your own, if you wish, and that's at monroeinstitute.org. In terms of more information on the project itself, I did some internet sleuthing, as us podcasters do, to find literally anything and found out that there was another name or maybe another full-on project, it's kind of hard to tell the difference, uh, that the U.S. was involved in called Project Stargate. Similar to Project Center Lane, Project Stargate was revealed by the CIA in which they wanted to use psychic abilities for their practices. In the independent article that I read by Andrew Griffin, the CIA files suggested that those in charge of the project believed that using psychoenergetics, i.e. things such as hypnosis or astral projection, could be something they could use. However, Based on what I gathered, it seemed as though Project Stargate, you know, had kind of ended in 1995 as they indicated some limitations. To directly quote the independent article, once again by Andrew Griffin, quote, they also note the limits, writing that remote viewers should only be used to collect information in conjunction with other sources, and that information gained through remote viewing should not stand alone, end quote. Now, to throw a bit of true crime knowledge that I somehow have possessed throughout many, many years of watching way too many true crime shows, 
kind of into this conspiracy theory situation. We all know, and maybe I've heard accounts, that eyewitness testimony is the least provable evidence to be presented in court. By this, I mean it's hard to actually tell if someone can fully remember what they saw without knowing if they had maybe any outside factors contributing to what they report or if perhaps memory might get in the way. I mean, there are times where we might feel like our memory is very intact or if we saw something, but at the end of the day, it's really hard to take eyewitness testimony accountable in some of these situations. I think, especially in a situation where it's A, astral projection, and B, something that we haven't proved as a society as tangible. I'm going to speculate wildly that perhaps Project Stargate as well as Project Center Lane, maybe they both kind of ended and weren't continuously funded for, you know, further experimentation because I wonder, like, I kind of wonder if it boiled down to it not necessarily being able to prove what these officers were able to see while astral projection. I mean, there are different ways you can prove if it's true or not. I think similar to the article I mentioned er earlier from the Calgary Herald about that guy named Robert who, you know, way back when he was kind of experimented on, for example, where they had scientists in one room and he was in another, this, that, and the other. But who knows? Like, I, I, I think it's just one of those things that but as much as maybe I would like to believe in, I think you would need to continuously need to make sure that everything is factual. Because once again, as humans, we need the facts. Regardless, I think it is interesting that there seem to have been various semi-confirmed attempts where astral projection was perhaps studied, even if it seems a bit murky whether it was actually successful or not. I say this because I think it's one of those things that where if we were able to see someone perhaps astral projecting on film, we may be able to conceptualize it a little bit better as opposed to just kind of going off someone's word. I know I mentioned CIA documents being released on Online. And I'd like to inform everybody, and especially if you don't know, you can actually look up the Stargate documents on the CI website. I peeked at some, but would definitely recommend taking a deeper look if you want to learn more, because this is obviously super interesting. It's weird. It's on brand. Would definitely recommend. So to kind of summarize this week's weird distraction, whether, whether you believe in astral projection or not, it seems like a weirdly interesting concept, even if it's not necessarily as some might think legit as other things, or maybe it's not just as easily conceptualized by our modern day society. Think about it though. If we could, metaphorically speaking, leave our bodies safely, of course, and travel all over both the physical world and the maybe fifth dimension, we could save a shit ton of money on airfare and travel. I mean, I'm also here to support the air industry because thank you, COVID, you've ruined a lot of uh, different industries. So it is interesting in that notion, as well as, you know, backtracking a little bit, the whole idea of another dimension and being able to travel to said dimension. It's it's hard to wrap my brain around, but it's one of those things that I think with further investigation and study, who knows? Like we, I think there's so much more to the world that we don't have mental access to 
quote unquote yet. As mentioned earlier on, I know there is a lot more out there in terms of astral projection, but I didn't want to overwhelm everybody uh, or put everything out there all at once because it, you know, who knows, we might cover it in a later episode or cover a branch of this weird conspiracy theory later on. I am going to do a little bit of a plug here and say that if you have ever experienced astral projection or what you think was astral projection, please feel free to email us, DM us, what have you. And hey, we might feature you on an upcoming listener distractions episode, which I'll give a little bit more information about that near the end. As always, gotta say a big old thank you to today's resources. So first and foremost, thank you to the Merriam-Webster website for their definition on astral projection, as well as the YouTube video, what is astral projection? What does astral projection mean? Astral projection meaning, uploaded by the user The Autopedia, uploaded on April 6, 2017. The other YouTube video I watched, which was called My First Astral Projection Experience, uploaded by user Trinity, which was uploaded on October 5, 2020. I also accessed the New World Encyclopedia, the Britannica site twice for occultism and theosophy. Uh, occultism was by Robert Andrew Gilbert. Theosophy was by J. Gordon Melton. The Owl Apps website for their research on astral projection. The Vice website article, which was titled The U.S. Army Funded Astral Projection and Hypnosis Research in the 80s by Caroline Haskins on July 22nd, 2017. The Calgary Herald titled, Can Some Dreams Really Be Astral Trips? Author not found, but it was published on March 16th, 1974. And last but not least, the independent article titled, Project Stargate, CIA Makes Details of Its Psychic Control Plans Public, which was by Andrew Griffin on January 18th, 2017. Whew, I hope everyone enjoyed this week's distraction. I apologize for any weird sounds in the background. I am actually dog sitting at my brother's house this week. Uh, their fridge likes to make some banging noises. I couldn't find anywhere else in the house to record because the dogs would follow me and they're peacefully sleeping right now. So I'm hoping they stay that way. Um, but yeah, hopefully you enjoyed just kind of the whole weird experience of me doing it solo. I actually you know, miss having Christy's banter, but hopefully next week she will be back. But I will now do her little segment, which is telling you where you can find us. So first and foremost, we're basically on every streaming platform, Apple, Google, Good Pods, Spotify. If you do listen to us on Apple, we do have a small little itty bitty request, and that is that you leave a five star review. It can say whatever you feel. You can leave pancake recipes, crepe recipes, whatever floats your boat. But the way that Apple Podcast works is the more reviews that a podcast gets, the more noticed it gets. So it would be great if we could get maybe a little bit more noticed on the interweb, but hey, we're just glad you're here and listening. And if you are wanting some more distractions, maybe you can't wait for next Sunday or you know, you're know you all caught up and you just need something to kind of get you through the day, which 
totally understandable. You can find us on Patreon. We release monthly episodes and for our top tier folks, so that is the $7 a month in Canadian dollars. I think it's $5 a month in American. But for those folks, they get two bonus episodes a month. Um, We are looking at doing a little bit more once we get more people on. And yeah, it's, it's a really cool, fun place. Shout out to both Tom and Bailey for supporting us thus far. They are our spectacular patrons. And hey, I'm sure that they will love to welcome anybody on board for the experience. You can also find us on Buy Me A Coffee. You can find our merch on Redbubble. You can also be featured on an upcoming Listener Distractions episode. So as mentioned earlier, if you want to email us at weirddistractionspodcast at outlook.com, we want to hear your stories of true crime, conspiracy theories, paranormal, folklore, urban legends, astral projection, whatever made you think, wow, that was really weird. We want to hear it and we want to read about it on air. So we're hoping to do our next listener distractions episode in August. So you have from now until roughly the, I'm going to say beginning of August to send in those stories. We want it to be bi-monthly, but once again, it will depend on how many stories we get. So send them in. We want to hear from you. And I think that's it for now. Uh, If you need a distraction, you know we got you. Bye. Hi, this is Edward October for OctoberPodVHS.com. Here to tell you what people are saying about our true crime podcast. A thread store in Arizona says, too much dribble and slang. These ladies obviously enjoy their own humor and sound high. Hey, at least they called you ladies. Benny from Idaho says, your topics are so appealing, but a three-person pod is difficult enough to follow without banter. Um, our true crime podcast only has two people wait 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 wait. where's the other 100 five-star reviews can somebody give me the five-star reviews okay here we go much better luscious lee says stand up five stars you girls are funny af i especially love the me and mrs jones rendition you sneak into the recording cherry g 107 says i struggle finding a new podcast and so far i've been hooked to you guys podcast keep up the good work thumbs up thumbs up smiley face our true crime podcast, two girls, one story, and lots of bad renditions of songs you love. Available on your favorite podcatcher. Go binge it today.